Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Uh, Susan Avila Smith is a U.S. Army veteran, founder, and executive director of Vet uh, Wow, W-O-W. Today's discussion is the organization Vet Wow updates on Vanessa Gillian's Act and Military Justice Improvement Act. Welcome, welcome, Susan. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Great, great. So why don't you lead us into this and give us a, you know, an idea of what's going on with this act now, because we've been talking about this for some uh, few months now, about how the legislation is going, and so where are we? I think we're kind of in a static uh, circle right now. Mm-hmm. We've been trying for years to get legislation passed and legislation that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to get... Um, the chain of command out of um, uh, out of um, the situation of having to deal with rapes in the military. Uh, that may be coming true soon. We're not really sure. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, there's not that much interest in the legislation, and I believe that most of the people who are working on this. Um, really don't understand the whole concept of how military sexual trauma affects the soldiers and people in service. Um, You know, many of the 6,000 veterans that I've helped have said, I would rather be raped again than have to go through the entire chain of command debacle and being accused of you know, not telling the truth or mm-hmm. having to deal with, you know, situations that are inappropriate mm-hmm. instead of getting actual help. So being blamed as a victim, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's just unconscionable that uh, that still goes on. Uh, you know, you, you know, sometimes I wake up and I, you know, uh, put my feet on the ground um, after getting up in the morning and I wonder what century am I walking into today? <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it, it's been going on for forever, but we haven't been talking about it until the seventies, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are still treating it um, as if women don't belong in the military, as if women's contributions aren't much. Um, and they really don't understand it. They think it's it's a sexual thing rather than a criminal issue. And until they understand that, we're really not going to be making a lot of inroads into this policy changes. Right, right. Uh, is Katie uh, Korbeck, uh, Chorbeck on the phone, too, a U.S. Army veteran and founder of Vet, uh, WOW? Uh, Katie's not part of uh, that. Wow. Oh, she's um, not. Oh, okay. So she's not a part of that. Uh, okay, great. Because uh, we were hearing like a second voice. We were wondering if someone else was. Yeah, that was uh, Diana Dana's 
Oh, that's Diana. Okay, Diana, yes. Diana another great uh, person. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, lot. who's been working on this issue for, mm-hmm. I believe, since the 70s, yes. tried to work through yes. Tailhook and all of that, and just is exhausted because people who have experienced this and are trying to advocate for others within the system, it's exhausting. It is just exhausting having to teach everybody what it is, how it's how it doesn't work properly, what in giving situations where it could be better, taking uh, taking the whole situation out of the direct chain of command, yeah. um, because the the commands can do whatever they want, and I think you know a a rape of of uh, either many women or a gang rape of one is not something that you can really deal with and have a, a mindset change when you send someone out to pick up cigarette butts. Yes. You know, in, in the real world, in the civilian world, people get years of, of prison. Right, exactly. That, that's yeah. not the case in the military. They can do whatever they want, and it's like, oh, do you want to ruin somebody's career? Well, you've just ruined... The person who has raped their, life, their yeah. career, right. be it male or female, because people don't understand that males are raped mm-hmm. in almost equal numbers. It's a different percentage because there are more men in the, in the military than women, but almost mm-hmm. equal in numbers. Yeah, see, and this is something, and, and it should be a thing about gender. It should be a thing about humanity, right, about uh, being human. And, and, and the thing that really disturbs me about this is that, uh, from what you were saying, it sounds like, you know, the private sector is ahead of where we are in the military sector, whereas yes. the, the military was always ahead of the private sector in integration and, uh, you know, doing things that were more progressive, uh, you know, from uh, the standpoint of constitutionality and, and uh, you know, and individual rights. And I, right. I just, it, it's just amazing that we're you know, even circling this problem uh, as though it doesn't exist. Right. I mean, when I started helping other people with this in 1996, mm-hmm. I figured getting veterans' benefits was going to be something that was the most concrete and most helpful t- to them rather than tackling the whole legislative issue because, I mean, you've got to have – I mean, we have teams of people doing it. And we still have made no progress. Hmm. I mean, they've been doing this pretty steadily since mm, 2012, but people have been working well before that to get things changed. And, you know, with, with the Senate senators and House of Representatives, they change over, and you have to tra- retrain the next ones coming in. The same with commanders, and the next ones coming in, and the same with troops. The next ones coming in. It's something that it just rolls over and rolls over, and it's like, oh, what a surprise! We have a problem with this. You know, Vanessa Guillen is not the first person to be murdered and have have this covered up or ignored. Um, I know that. Private or PFC Lavina Johnson has had fifteen autopsies, mm-hmm. and they have still decided 
the military, the army has decided it's still suicide. Yeah. Even though it, it's not possible that she poured gasoline on herself and lit herself on fire after she was dead. I mean, there's yeah. so many inconsistencies, and they just go, well, that's what it is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that, that's just uh, that's horrible. So, yeah. It is. And, and I don't think that people understand how pervasive and how horrible this affects people. I mean, the majority of people that I've worked with, I would say maybe 1% can hold down a job. Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, combat's worse. Well, you know, it really depends. And, and it's not about what happened, because it could be something really minor. But if a person can't leave their house for a decade, mm-hmm. and they have to learn to live like that, that's that's a lot to do. That's terrible, yeah. And, um, you know, we've got service dogs, and we've got this and that, and then we still have to deal with a VA saying, ma'am, what's your husband's last name and last four? It's like, sorry, oh. you know, I'm the service member. I'm a service so, member myself, right? <laughs> right. It's like, it's sort of like everywhere you go, it's like, well, you don't really exist, or you didn't really contribute, and... I, you know, yeah, that's it's a, like, where do you start? Where, where do you start? Yeah, I think you start with uh, making sure that people realize that um, uh, women are sit- voting citizens, too, and they um, have a place in um, the building, rebuilding of the infrastructure of this country and have been participating in it in every facet of, um, of work. Uh, from doctors to nurses to lawyers to to uh, legislators to faith-based leaders. I mean, there's not one uh, education. There's not one asset, you know, one asset uh, that we have as a society that women have not been involved in creating or helping to, to build. Right, but we have to recognize, too, that men mm-hmm. are victims of this as well. Yes, yes. In yes, fact, yes. I've represented two survivors of Jeffrey Dahmer, Mm. and uh, they were in the military when they were assaulted. And let me tell you, they've had some serious issues to overcome, and it's hard to explain to a civilian. You know, Mm -hmm. we were were at a gathering after watching a, a film about males being raped in the military, and the hostess kept saying, oh, come on, it comes swimming, you know, and one of them just leaned over to me, and it's like, she can't deal with my physical scars hmm. because he had physical scars all over his body. We, it was summertime in the Southwest, and he was wearing a turtleneck and long pants. Oh, right, just to cover up, yeah. Yeah, because hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer had been practicing medicine on him and, and doing um, craziness. Yeah. some surgeries that he learned about. And, um, yeah, and, in fact, I know the nurse who taught him how to do medical autopsies. And she's gone through drug and alcohol rehab and trying to get her life on track because she's feeling guilty about it. And that's not right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she was threatened with being kicked out of the military after reporting so many male sexual assaults. And so she stopped reporting them. 
But if they had listened, they would have known that they had a serial rapist, and that's the situation in most of these cases. They get away with it once, they know they can get away with it again, and, Mm -hmm. you know, what's really, what's going out for an hour and picking up cigarette butts, that's not really too much of a punishment because it's not on paper. And Mm -hmm. the civilians only get interested in this as soon as you hear about troops to teachers because Mm -hmm. then when a, a known rapist, who has no paperwork following them, goes in with their children, then they get concerned. Yes. You know, so what, what, are, the, what are the bills right now that people should be looking at, and how can, uh, you know, service members, um, you know, I was talking earlier about, you know, once we get home, you still have an obligation to your battle buddy. We were talking about this earlier about uh, benefits administration and how, um you know, as a battle buddy, you may have to write a statement where you see if you saw someone suffer from a TBI, you know, traumatic brain injury uh, from uh-huh. an IED or RPG. You know, so we have a, we have a responsibility as battle buddies here also, right? Uh, so when we return from service overseas, if we were in a combat zone or if we were, um, you know, stateside, doesn't make a difference as long as we were serving. We still, if we retire, if, if we're out of the service, even if we're in the service, we still have a responsibility to our battle buddies. And so if men and women are being raped, that is uh, a heinous act, and we should be uh, participating in making sure that the chain of command understands that position too. Right, and and what what service members don't understand is on their exit physical all they have to write is, I experienced military sexual trauma. Mm. And that will cover everything. All the care is free from VA, whether they're service-connected or not, because there's a 1992 federal mandate that says anyone who's been raped in the military is entitled to free care. And that's something that Diana Danis had put together. Mm. Um, Mm. So... You know, the rules and regulations for military sexual trauma, or MST, are different for claims, and they're different for the rules and regulations. Um, They don't go along the same way, and the service officers and the people at the VA don't understand how it works either. And so the veteran is thinking, oh, I I have to tell my story in a way that's convincing so that they'll believe me, and that's not true. Okay. They have to state, I was sexually assaulted or I was personally assaulted in the military, and these are the things that have affected me. I started taking over-the-counter medication. I started using illegal drugs. I started getting in trouble with the law. I started going to sick call without any particular reason. I started taking leave. I broke up with my husband, fiance, my family, whomever. Mm-hmm. Those are the kinds of things that they need to know. Nobody believes that, but VA believes it so much they created a special form, which is a VA 21-0781A. It, has, it lists these 14 markers, and that's what they look at. And so you don't have to say, you know, I was raped by five people at this motel outside of Post. Well, it doesn't, that, that, you say you have military sexual trauma. How did it affect you? Okay, can you give that VA form again, the name of it? The VA form 
number 21-0781A. Okay. That is considered, quote-unquote, evidence for your claim. You don't need anything else. If you didn't file a report, you didn't tell anybody, that's okay. This is your evidence. You need three things to win your claim. You need a diagnosis of PTSD, anxiety, and or depression, whatever you've been diagnosed with. You need a nexus, which is the link to service, and that can just be their provider looking at them saying, you know, I read Susie's medical file, and it's my opinion, more likely than not, that their PTSD, anxiety, and or depression is a direct result of military sexual trauma and this form, and that's it. Okay. And I've won close to 6,000 claims this way, and, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I have to train the people who get paid to adjudicate those claims, but that's, that's what's written in Title 38 on how this works. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, so you asked about the current bills. So the M- MJIA, the new version from uh, Gillibrand, is not published yet, so we don't know what's included in that. The same with the v- Vanessa Guillen Act um, from Jackie Spear. We don't know what's, what their new versions are, so we're still waiting for those to come out. But those are the main two that we're looking at for the yeah. current bills. Well, hopefully we'll get some good uh, information about this because, um, you know, uh, with this this kind of um, sexual trauma, uh, you, know, you know, first of all, most people, you know, you would not wish this on your, your mom, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your brother, right, or your father. And... Uh, just to see that this is going forward and people are not paying attention to it is just a travesty to begin with. And right. I mean, they're they're still in the mindset that this is sex, and I I don't want to hear about sex. You know, with yeah. my daughter having sex. This is not sex. This is a crime. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think military sexual trauma covers everything from exposure to rude posters and jokes all the way up to gang rape and murder. Yes, yes. And so we can't say military rape because it's not always rape. Mm -hmm. It could be sodomy. It could be, you know, there's everything in the middle Mm -hmm. of that between those that range. There's got to be a better term. Thank you. We're running out of time, but we have to have you back again. Uh, Susan Avila-Smith, incredible, incredible information you gave us. And Diana Dennis, you rock. Uh, You're one of our (laughs) great stars out there helping. Yes, she is. Both men and women uh, to to, to overcome this issue and and to fight and champion for the right cause. Uh, But we have with us our illustrious um, (laughs) uh, executive producer, and that is Glenda Smith. And she is going to uh, also, um, you know, talk to us about something. But Congressman Danny Day- K. Davis, in conjunction with Con- Congressman Bobby Rush, Alderman Sophia King, and Alderman Pat uh, Dow, 
Near North Health, Jesse Brown VA Medical Center, yay, 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 uh, Gift of Hope and the Consortium of African Americans, Doctors and Healthcare Professionals, Howard Brown Health, uh, Tracy Alston, First Ladies Health Initiative, I know Tracy, excellent person, uh, Norman's Bistro, uh, Chiropractic Chicago, MacArthur's Restaurant, and um, at Nanette, Health Net. Uh, it's a surprise gifts for mothers who uh, who are going to be showing up and will supp uh, supplies while supplies last. They will be getting some uh, special things. Uh, Mother's Day drive through health informational and family free COVID-19 vaccination event. And we have someone that is like everyone knows her. It's uh, Pam Morris, our gospel sister. Uh, she is going to be there as well with WVON and Comed Holman Health Center near North Health, 42 59 South Berkeley Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. Uh, be there, be there, be there. Uh, it's going to be Sunday, May 9th, 2021, and everyone better know about that day. That's Mother's Day. It's 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Be there or be square. <laughs> and uh, you can phone them at 773-533-7520 if you need to. But be there and uh, bring your mom, bring your sister, bring your aunt, and also uh, bring dad, too, because dad's day is coming up soon. But everyone needs to get vaccinated. That's right. And I, as always, Congressman Danny K. Davis is leading the charge. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Bravo. Last Friday, the Governor Talk Radio and myself got our first vaccination. So please, yes. people, please yes. do it for yourself. It's not about politics. It's not about trying to appeal to someone's uh, ideology of who is right or wrong. Do it for yourself. Protect yourself. I was terrified. So I'm going to, I have to tell you my truth. That night I didn't sleep well at all. I tossed and turned. I got up and prayed because I needed validation from God that I was going to be okay. So, yes. Cliff and I went to Apostolic Church of God last Friday. Walgreens and other partners was there. It was so well organized and professional. Oh, kudos to uh, Dr. Byron Brazier's and the Apostolic Church of God. Wonderful mm -hmm. job. Okay, we got the vaccination. I felt a little soreness the next day, and that's it. I did Pfizer. So Cliff and I have to go back for our second one. <laughs> so please, I understand the hesitation and the fear. Please pray and let go. You have to protect yourself. You have to, because this virus is serious and it does not discriminate at mm -hmm. all. So please, thank you to the technical producers, the best guys at WVON, Art Gaza, mm -hmm. Titus Williams, our digital media producer, Tyree Middlebrooks. You can call yeah. America's Heroes Group at 312-803-2618. We're located at 155 North Wacker Drive, Suite 4250, regarding housing, social services, wellness care, and other issues. We had a phone call that came in last week, a veteran uh, with over 20-some years of experience in transportation trying to get a job uh, driving truck, but some, some issues are coming up with CDL and all that. So, of course, who did I call? Congressman Danny Davis' office because they have a veterans um, um, uh, program there. And so I referred him straight over. So call America's Heroes Group. We will do the best we can to 
get you the resources and information so that you can make informed and intelligent decisions. To all the mothers, in particular mine, yes, yes, yes. yes. yes, yes. Praise the Lord, she's still here, cancer-free, cancer-free, three years later. To all the mothers, global mothers, thank you for your sacrifice, for your hard work, for your love, for your discipline, because we are who we are because of who you have been to us in our lives. So happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day with love to you all, sincerely. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So. All our patrons. Yes. Have a blessed weekend. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.